Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Viturium Awakening. Uh, we are thrilled to have you here for yet another episode with us. Um, with me tonight, as per usual, is Eleni, who plays Ahara. Hello, I am Eleni. I play Ahara. Um, my pronouns are she, they. Uh, Sil, who plays Fena. What's up, everybody? I'm Sylvia. I play Fena, the rogue. And we both use she, her pronoun. James, who plays Sick. Hi, everybody. This is James, your living goblin. I also play Sick as well, and we both use they, them. And Renee, who plays Ten. Hi, I'm Renee, she, her. I play Tennyson, she, they, and I am here to have a good time. A good time, but not a long time. Good time, but not a long time. <laughs> kind of sick. So is Ten. It's fine. It's fine. Um, speaking of Ten being sick, uh, here is a quick recap of last week's episode in case you forgot, uh, much like we did. Uh, the party, for the first time, left the city of Volana, and you all set out with your mounts after spending a few hours with them, getting acquainted, uh, naming them, and also understanding that maybe some of them are in charge of you. Uh, so on your gazelle, on your salamander, your camel, and your bronco, you set out on the greater quest in search of a mysterious gate to open the fey realm, uh, on a quest from the gods themselves. And you began your journey south, and very shortly into it, downpour. Absolute just stormy weather uh and eventually you pulled aside some ruins uh and went to take cover there uh after getting yourself situated and sort of scoping out the location you found a sword uh more than 20 feet in length just shattered in in a line across the space uh you found dwarven architecture and furniture um a shattered statue uh, that none of you really took too much of a look at, and eventually you settled in for the night. And then Ahara was met with a dream, a memory, sitting on the deck of a ship, having a conversation over the fire with her long-lost captain, Jack Pelicans, the Aracocra. Jack Pelicans, the Pelican, as was established by Eleni in the previous episode um and while you were unable to respond and engage in the conversation it was as if jack was telling you a story that felt really relevant to the moment go figure um you you were reminded of your quest before you joined the party here you were reminded about his time with the Blackfruit pirates who are operating out of Kana, the region to the south. Uh, his previous captain, Captain Jessica von Laud, who is known as the captain of the Blackfruit pirates and has been for the last two or three thousand years. And you were reminded of her quest and then his quest and then ultimately your quest to find one of three or even three 
of three ancient artifacts said to be touched by the gods themselves, one of which could grant the could grant a person eternal youth. And then you woke up, and that's where we'll pick up. So, Ahara, you're laying there, and for a minute, uh, you feel a wet splash on your face, and it almost feels like you're still kind of in that dream. You're still kind of on the sea, and you can still feel the 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 ocean itself splashing against your face and you kind of open your eyes and you flutter awake and you realize there's just a hole in your tent and uh. the the rain is just kind of coming through a hole very slowly just a small like just one drop at a time as you uh come awake near conveniently the end of sick and Fena's watch um i'm I guess I opened my eyes and I have like little droplets just dropping on my forehead. Um, and um, yeah, I'm just going to get up and uh, go, ah, oh, man, I should patch that up um, and like try and see if I could go outside of the tent. And uh, I guess like, I'm just going to see if I, could... <laughs> so what I'm going to do is uh, I'm going to go outside of the tent and then get a leaf <laughs> and see if I can like patch it up um, with a leaf. And while I go outside, um, I see sick and Fena, and um, I guess I'm 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 just gonna wave at them and just be like, "Good morning." Morning or evening, I don't know where we're at. What? But see, if I jumped in one of in, in one of a Harris boots, that's one goblin. See, <laughs> what what about jumping in my boots? What? Oh, we we were discussing how many goblins could fit inside other types of creatures. Ah, okay, yeah, yeah. I guess that seems about right. I'm guessing by the size of goblins. Uh, the tent was was leaking. I'm. I guess we have a hole now, so that's great. We oh, just, just um, start, we have a hole in our tent. Well, let's see. I have thieves' tools and an herbalism kit. Neither of those have a have a needle and thread, do they? Uh. No, I don't imagine so. Well, I'm useless in this situation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wasn't sure what to do either. I was going to see if I could patch it up with, and I just got, I have like a leaf on the floor and I'm just going to lift it up and like show the leaf this, I guess. Maybe that in a sharp stick, just. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I had such a wild dream. Um, and then I think, I might remember what that sword is. Oh. Um, I'm going to go ahead and tell them in excruciating detail the contents of my dream. Okay. And you do. Um, I believe you identified but couldn't read um, the, 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 like, the small inscription on the hilt of the blade. Yeah. Um, but that kind of feels like what uh, what triggered it. it? They were three ancient artifacts made by, I believe I said, the three demon lords. Yes, three demon lords. Yes. Three demon lords. I have that as, an, as a note. Mm -hmm. um, so you imagine it was some language that is long since forgotten. Yeah. So I say that. I say, I tell them all about the three demon lords and how I think that's one of the ancient artifacts and how it can, uh, was it grant eternal life? One of them can grant eternal life, or so it is said. Right, right. 
Uh, and you're not sure that this sword in particular is one of those three artifacts, but something about it is at least connected. Like, hey, maybe this is from that time. Maybe it isn't one of the artifacts itself. I mean, it could be. Who knows? You could. You don't. You don't know. Um, okay, but so it might. It, it might have something to do. Then I, I rephrase that. It has something to do with. Uh the ancient artifacts of those three demon lords i believe based as, off of the pirate stories that i've heard elaney uh, as sorry, as ahara finishes the story uh ten goes i'm sorry uh, i was listening i promise i just so is ten waking up right now also yeah because sick and Fena have yet to have their rest from oh right your travel Shoot. i forgot that okay never mind i don't i don't say that then okay maybe i just hear you sneeze in the tent though yeah. are you in the tent and it yeah, yeah. oh gosh what if that's how you catch a cold because it's like there's a leak in, there's the, a tent leak in the tent yeah oh, for no. sure so uh yeah as you finish the story you do hear from the tent 10 just uh we um I, uh, we should probably fix the tent in some way, shape, or form. Um, so <laughs> I don't know how I'm going to go about doing that. Do I have anything? Hold on. Uh, you can I mean, make I have... a survival check at mm. disadvantage with your leaf, if you like. <laughs> All right. Sure. <laughs> sure. Why not? <laughs> you know, I'm with sure my... you maybe could have used like a piece of fabric that you had on... <laughs> like a coat or a shirt I a or something no. instead but no leaf. i have negative one survival so it makes sense that i used to leave so yeah. like i'm not you know she's uh, on land she has no idea what to do <laughs> very out of my element um i got a 13 okay and you're rolling at disadvantage so oh roll. that's right oh hold on one more time <laughs> oh god no i got a two <laughs> Oh, that's spectacular. Uh, so wait, 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 wait. Is that a net two or is it two minus one? It's three two minus, minus one. It's, it's three minus one, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, okay. Uh, so you take your leaf and you, you're just kind of like trying to sort of jam it in the hole more than like cover it. Yeah. Um, and you kind of make the hole a little bit bigger. Oh no! So to sort of compensate, you just sort of shift the, the high, the the tarp that sort of is above uh, more so over your end rather than um, maybe Ten's end on the other yeah. side. Um, yeah, so I imagine like, cause Sick is set up under the the dwarven table that yeah. was too heavy for Sick and Fena to move, um, which means it was too heavy for Fena to move. Um, and then uh, I believe Ten and Ahara would be having like the one tent, and then Fena's tent, you know, is still like a little bit too small for Fena, so like the feet stick out. <laughs> I'm like curled into the fetal position, hugging <laughs> yeah. my knees to my chest. Just fine. the tent is more like a blanket. You might have accidentally <laughs> grabbed six tent because sick is under this table with this huge tent so you know things first travel probably got a little switched around um, it's too nice to complain about it <laughs> um as i assume 
Ahara being awake now anyway is going to take uh, the second watch while yes. Sick and Faina head to sleep. Since I'm already up, I, I guess I'll just stay up and take the second watch. Well, th- thank you. I'm yeah, not- yeah, of course. I'm here. Curious. Not going back. Hmm? What is such an ancient artifact? Something that sounds so important just doing in a ruin. Uh, yeah, I, I mean... I guess we could, I, I couldn't tell you. I, I don't know why it would be here exactly. It seems, it seems odd. It seems so irreverent. Mm. Maybe a uh, fell through the roof. It was on purpose? Uh, garbage? I, I don't know. Maybe. No, we're just speculating and I should get sleep. Okay, good good night. Have a good rest. <laughs> yep, sure, absolutely. And I'll just like try to crawl into this tiny tent. <laughs> like, kind of like, oh, oh, God, my foot caught on one of the ropes. Okay. Maybe if I turn this, yeah, okay, that's great. Good night. Meanwhile, sick and all of the animals are curled up pretty comfortably underneath the table. Very dry over mm-hmm. there, too, because it's also got a section of the roof. Yeah. So. Uh, nice. Sick will just yawn and just like, ah, remind me to uh, cast identify on that sword in the morning, but I'm a little sleepy, so I'll, I'll do it later. Uh. Uh, so they head to sleep, and you are left on watch. Um, is there... Is there anything you'd like to do? Yeah, I think um, Ahara's just like really, um, I hear an echo. Um, anyway, I think Ahara's really, um, uh, she's very hung up with the sword right now. I mean, with the dream that she had, I'm um, oh, so sorry. <laughs> uh, with the dream that she had and the, um, like the, the, Remember the memory from her, her like uh, essentially mentor. Um, she's kind of like hung up on that right now. So maybe I'm pacing back and forth while I, while I take watch. Um, initially, I'm just gonna start pacing back and forth, and okay. then, um, and then when I, you know, uh, I guess as time passes, I might get a little bit bored, and I might venture into um, just kind of look around the sword okay. and see what else I could find. Uh, before we do that, uh, make me a perception check for your watch here in the night, as you are meant to keep an eye on the camp. I got an 18. Oh, good roll. Um, yeah, so uh, you're pacing around, um, really sort of digging deep into thought about this dream. Um, because since uh, your captain's death during the mutiny, uh, you've not really thought about him much beyond picking up his quest. Um, you've not had a dream with him in it. You've not really... This is sort of one of the first times you're sort of like face-to-face with uh, his direct memory um, since that incident m- long ago, months, years, however long it's been. Um, 
And then, of course, the boredom sets in and you go and you take a look at this sword. So go ahead and make me an investigation check um, since you're taking a closer look at it now with new information. Uh, you can roll it with advantage because you kind of know the sort of thing that you're looking for now. Wow, that was worse. You saw that happen in I real did. time. Thank you for that. <laughs> yeah. Even because like I rolled the eight and then you're like, and with advantage. Then I and you rolled six. it as I was saying. And I'm like, okay, well, this will be this will be fine. And then it was not fine. No, no, absolutely not. But what I do want to actually look at is the statue. Okay. Yeah. Uh so first you sort of take a look around the sword. Um and maybe you're just too distracted in your own thoughts about uh, this dream. Like, you know what, let me, let me come back to this in the morning. Let me, Sickle do their thing in the morning and let me go focus on something else right now. Uh, mm -hmm. So you go over to this statue um, and for the first time you're really like looking at it. Um, at first, when you all arrived, it was kind of like just a big pile of broken stones. And then, you know, it's like up to mid, mid shin is still like standing uh, wherever the statue was probably originally placed. Um, the rest of it is just broken and scattered. Um, so go ahead and roll a perception check for me okay. as you sort of just take a closer look. <laughs> I got a one. I got a one. Uh, so with your two minus one. Oh one, no. Um, it's not. I'm not really very good today. It's. It's still. It's still raining pretty bad. Um, you're kind of. You're pretty cold because down in Kana, where all the pirates roam, it is much warmer. Uh, it's a warmer climate. Uh, you spend a lot more time out in a more sort of tropical sea, which, you know, gets cold sometimes, but it's usually pretty okay. Uh, but it's winter, and you're very far north right now, um, not far from the mountains, so it's almost just too cold and too wet for you to really even want to take a look at anything. Um, anything other than what you're trying to focus on, making sure nothing is sneaking up on you and your companions in the middle of the night. Uh, the statue is of a dwarf of some kind. Um, it's got dwarven features, at least. Uh, but then again, there's dwarven furniture here and everything, so maybe the, the crafter of this, the sculptor of this statue was dwarf, was a dwarf or maybe it's meant to depict some kind of dwarven entity who knows you don't recognize it um and you just sort of refocus on your watch um with a focus on getting through it um and it seems like your watch goes off without a hitch oh, okay well darn um, i did try <laughs> is there is there anything else you'd like to talk to yourself about or address while uh you're up for your watch here um you know what i think i'm gonna start i'm just gonna keep i'm just pacing you know that's me i'm just thinking about that dream okay. um using all of my one brain cells to to figure it out all one brain cell yeah as your mm -hmm. dice are clearly showing 
Yes. And my intelligence <laughs> on my character sheet. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, hey, barbarians, they're I'm, not meant to be smart. No, and I'm leaning into that and it's okay. You know, <laughs> I hear has other good traits. Hair is more used to doing this stuff on the ocean. That's what yeah, it is. Sure, that's what, that's it, what is. it is. Absolutely. <laughs> um, Thena, you ultimately find comfortable sleep, as comfortable as you can. You are a long way from home here with people that you're mostly unfamiliar with. People you've not known more than the last week that you've all spent together as you're approaching day six or seven together and a lot has happened in that time span you've met gods you've been to the fey realm you've watched a lord of a noble house of the greatest empire on the continent self-proclaimed die you've witnessed so much in the last week that in your home in the free wilds is just so uncommon. Now you're you're used to people claiming divine moments where you're from. Um, it's a very spiritual place, the free wilds. Um, the sort of native tribes to that land have all sort of found their own home with various different deities, um, including of course, the tribe that you hailed from. Um, and despite your, your separation from that tribe and a sort of, in the grand scheme of things, minimal relationship with the divine, this has been, this has been a week. This has been an experience more than anything that you could have imagined. And as you find a moment of rest, true rest, outside of the walls of a city, albeit in some ruins, surrounded by trees. That's more homey than... It's, it's a much homier experience for you than uh, a room at an inn in the middle of a very, very busy city. Um, and as you're sort of bringing yourself to sleep, you breathe... You take a deep breath and for the first time you feel a little bit more in control of the situation. Um, in your sleep, you dream of the familiar woods of the free wilds. You dream of your companion. Uh, I have the name here. Hold on. Uh, Terran. Um, your entire reason for journeying out this far from home. And you dream about this, this life that the two of you spent sharing with each other, separated from your tribe for various reasons, and the joy and peace and comfort of that relationship with someone so close to you. And you, you're dreaming about how your relationship with nature became what it is. All of the different birds, uh, the different woodland creatures, the just sort of natural energy and life of 
the wilds themselves sort of imbued within you. And this is, this dream warms you internally through this very cold, damp night in this very small tent surrounded by still strangers. That sense of familiarity, it feels nice for a moment. And you reach your hand out towards Terran and it feels so real and then it fades. It fades from the peaceful free wilds as you feel everything around you begin to warm and it gets hotter and hotter until you're surrounded by nothing but burning forests. And just at the edge of your eyesight, you see a large hulking demonic figure and it faints and you find yourself back surrounded by trees but alone but the anxiety of the moment sort of settles and you enjoy a restful sleep for the rest of the night. Ahara at the end of your watch uh, you head back to sleep to sort of take a moment. Um, Ten you take the last watch I assume since you are the last one left. Sure. Uh, <laughs> you don't have to. You can just keep sleeping. I think so. Keep sleeping. <laughs> so, so what I'm gonna do, right, is is I'm gonna go over to the tent and like, like poke ten, and just be like, "Hey, um, are you up for for taking watch right now?" For what? <laughs> she literally has like snot running down her nose like oh, she no. looks such a mess and this is like the no noble character that you've seen like walk tall and proud shoulders back chin up and now just like looks at you with these bleary eyes and she just gotta oh uh... oh no <laughs> Ahara is just gonna like look you up and down and be like I you know what I'll go back to sleep why can't I just meditate like my parents (laughs) she just kinda goes Ahara's gonna put her hand awkwardly on your shoulder as if to comfort you she's warm she's very warm oh oh there, there. Uh, <laughs> yes. Just go. Won't be a normal elf. And then, yeah, she rolls over. Gonna just, just let you go to sleep. <laughs> just gonna let you do that. Normal elf. <laughs> um, Ahara does not have the social skills to handle that situation in any way, shape, or form. So. <laughs> So um, yes, we'll we'll um, <laughs> we'll curl up with the dripping uh, tent yep. and um, just try to get some sleep. But every time it drips, maybe waking up like you know when the, you get like partially awake, so like sleeping and then partially awake and and then sleeping. Yeah. Uh, so the third and final part of your night. No one on watch, as you are all asleep in your tents. Eventually, morning finds you, 
you all wake up and you all sort of begin your morning. Sick is cooking breakfast with their trusty frying pan. You all pack up camp. Uh, someone roll me a d20 to see what the weather is like today. Uh, not me. I don't have mine right nearby at the moment. I got you, I got you guys. Thank Hang on you. one second, one second. I got you. Uh, no rain, please. Uh, that is a nine. So while the storm seemed to let up a bit around your awakening, name drop, as the storm sort of eased up during your awakening, thunder has rolled in now. Loud cracks of thunder and bright flashes of lightning racing across the sky. And it seems as if the Tempest Queen herself has graced you all with her presence as this storm just rages uh, through at least this section of the country. Ten uh, kind of crawl stumbles out of the tent. And she's like, oh, time, wake up, time to go. Oh, oh, dear. Uh, so guy says it's time to go. And she just starts like, I'm gonna make some tea. Tea. Uh, yeah. So uh, you all get your, your morning going. Um, everything's packed up. Uh, while the rest of you are getting the animals ready to go. Um, getting them fed and taken care of and set up to sort of deal with this weather. Sick, you wanted to make, in, you wanted to cast Identify on the yep. sword. Yep, um, just, uh, I would just like take out one of my, my fancy candles and then I would like light it and take 10 minutes to just kind of like chant some things and go ahead and hit and hit. Uh, so you spend your usual time a little bit earlier than everybody else reading, uh, reading your book, mm-hmm. um, and you channel your divine energy, uh, the goddess of knowledge herself, as you cast identify, um, and you're doing it as a ritual, correct? Okay, so you you take the time to do it, and who better than the goddess of knowledge to help you with this very strange encounter with this sword. And as you're casting your spell, you're doing your incantation and you feel that familiar whisper sort of guide past you, uh, the same one from your dreams as your spell comes to completion. And you identify this sword as a as an item known as the the sword of the great knight uh it is a it is a sword that was certainly magical at one point um and that's that's knight with a k um so it it was certainly magical at one point but the magic has really since sort of faded um however this is a sword of uh, infernal origin. Um, It is sort of broken beyond repair, uh, at least for any of you. Um, You could possibly pick up the pieces and go find a blacksmith, but the sword itself would likely just 
weigh your entire party down um, significantly. There are still some very large pieces. You would probably have to break it up further to even move it. Um, but uh, make a religion check for me. Religion or history, up to you. Uh, it was a 22. 22, all right. Very good roll. Um, so you sort of take a second and you, you grab your book and you sort of flip through it. And then you sort of flip very, very far towards the back. Uh, and it's a very, very small um, piece written, written in there. Uh, it mentions of six great champions, each the right and left hands of the three demon lords. Um, names unknown, origins unknown, um, and one of the more prominent ones in history is, in fact, the one that was known as the Great Knight, who was a champion of the sword and shield. A The the perfect spear and the unbreakable shield and it you sort of look at this you consider the information from your identify spell and you can you can gather that this sword is either a replica um or even just an ancient artifact itself um directly connected to uh, one of the six great champions of the demon lords. Um, to many, this is very likely just a broken sword. That means nothing to anybody. But uh, to someone like you, who through whatever means has acquired certain pieces of knowledge, albeit disconnected and covering a wide variety of different things, um, this is a pretty uh, tremendous and also slightly terrifying uh, thing to come across uh, in your travels. Uh -huh. well, I, I imagine uh, Sick is just like, oh, yes, Viz is with me. Oh, wow, this is, uh, well, this is, this is a scary big sword. So um, we should just throw some dirt on it. Uh, just start kicking some dirt on top of it like we don't need this um we're gonna um cover it with the push parts of it under the table where sick was sleeping okay uh we don't wow, anyone want to help sword. that can swing big sword <laughs> yes you can oh wait so so uh, do, you, do you know what the sword is i thought you were gonna cast some fancy spell or, or something yeah it looks a lot like reading um <laughs> yeah but basically this sword is a a big scary thing that represents one of six demons something about like three other demons and then the six make each one of their hands uh, i find that very narcissistic for a demon to name each one of their hands but you know to each their own um but yeah so this sword is uh I, as far as i know it's just the the great knight and that's like nighttime, not a, not that one. Like the night, night, yeah. Yeah, like a night, night. Yeah, oh. like one that fights with a sword. 
Yeah. Oh, I flipped oh. it. I flipped it. Yeah, I did that on accident. Because uh, uh, uh. my okay, notes, I did that so too. So don't want to swing the bad sword though. No, no, it's a demonic whatever sort. So if we could just bury it under some 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 soil, um, maybe we could like uh, mm-hmm. I could do some blessings on Wait, it. But we that, could we could just leave it here. Is that the same sword though? That that uh, okay. So you remember that I mean, dream really that I nice... told you about? Yeah, it could be like that. Uh, so it could be attached to that yeah either like a fanboy made it as like a really good replica or it i could don't know be it looks pretty it. legit to me i mean you could take the handle and we could leave all the other parts but uh yeah we, we just kind of handle it. uh it's it's a couple feet itself oh. um oh. but like you, uh, it, it like, is like that yeah Okay. Yeah. Uh, probably for you, the size of a regular long sword. Yeah, regular long sword. Um, yeah. So it's it's feasible to carry it. Right. Um, <laughs> pretty <laughs> heavy, though, right? I also feel like Sick won't let me take it. <laughs> I mean, you can. I. Uh, you could definitely take it. It's a good, nice memento. I mean, I have a piece of it in my coat, but uh, overall, the rest of it, I don't think people should be able to mess with. So it's either we we keep it or we leave it and bury it. Uh, I'm pro burying it. Um, I mean, we I, could dig up the guy from last night and throw it with him. What if what if I just take like the 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 hilt of the sword? You know, just the hilt. Yeah, what? you could do that. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> For scrapbooking. Right. For scrapbooking. <laughs> I hear, like, um, takes the hilt and puts it, well, I guess, where her other sword is, somehow shoves it very, in. Very, very Geralt of Rivia. Yes. Just two on swords. The, on the back, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, technically, one sword and just like a giant hilt of a sword. Yeah. Well, it does still have some blade on it, so worst okay. case scenario, you could probably try to use it as a weapon. Oh. Um, not recommended. Okay. Um, this does not seem like a very feasible fighting weapon at yeah. the moment. Maybe like a um, blunt object. Structurally damaged and everything. Yeah. Um, uh, but you carry it, uh, you can sort of set it up to also be just sort of with your gear um, as you hop on Humpy or Humphrey, the camel. <laughs> I actually go with Humphrey because I feel like Humpy. I don't know if we should have that as the name. <laughs> Humphrey is Humphrey's nickname. Okay. Um, yes. <laughs> I mean, it is a camel. I'm sure yeah. it would not be the first camel in any universe named Humphrey. Right. So, um, right. But I'm 12. So every time I say Humpy, <laughs> I'm going to think of one thing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, you sort of gather up your equipment, all of you, and um, you take uh, the hilt um, so you can include in your inventory uh, a Hera. Um, you can either just put uh, Sword of the Great Knight or in parentheses, um, broke, like Sword of the Great Knight broken or hilt of. Yep, okay. We'll do that right now. <clears throat> so, 
Is there anything else you all would like to accomplish before setting out on your day's travel? I, I'm going to help bury the sword. The rest of the pieces? Mm-hmm. All right, so Faina and Sick, you dig another hole, much as you did the day before for the body. You throw the pieces of the sword in that hole, and you move on. Wow, I, I, with all this digging, I feel like a resurrection boy with just like digging up bodies, taking little pieces and putting them back down. And then as we do the last mound of dirt, I just spit on the grave and tap my toe three times and spin around. And then I say some words and walk away. What, what was that? Oh, it's just like a, a goblin thing that like, it's, it's, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's just, it's good luck for warding off evil. So you just, you spit, you tap, you spin around yeah. and you, you don't look at it. So I'm not looking at you, you just walk away. Okay. As you begin to travel with this piece of a demonic sword. Uh, so you all set off. Possibly it doesn't need wrong. to make sense. It doesn't need to make sense. It's not like you all have been seeing demons in your dreams or anything. It's fine. Okay. Uh, so you begin... Ten very helpfully just finishes a cup of tea uh, and starts to sound a little bit more normal. Right. Only a little bit. And you begin your day's travel. Um, So whoever is, uh, will someone else roll me a d20? Just a straight d20. Let's see what you come across. Sorry, I'm also playing with my cat, and so it's hard to <laughs> juggle everything with my hands. Um, I just dropped her string to pick just up Just had a horrible look at the rolls, and I feel like I'm just going to... No, no, I get it. it. I That's a 17. Um, oh, thank God. Okay. <laughs> I don't uh, know who, what's good, though, y'all. That's true. So whoever is uh, sort of heading the day's travel, uh, someone make me a perception check, please. Um, someone, other, someone other than 10. Yeah, I was going to say, if I made one, it'd be at just... Other than 10 and other than Faina. So either Sick or Ahara. Sick, go ahead. James, you go. Yeah, uh, <laughs> go. so um, you roll an 11. Um, while it doesn't catch you off guard, as you all sort of come out of the ruins and begin your travel a few hours down the road you are on a path in between uh two lines of trees as the road goes um still a few days away from uh the city of brian um which is the next sort of destination on the road um you've passed a couple of you know farmhouses and everything sort of along the way um you sort of come to a stop Um, You and all of your animals sort of in the middle of the road and you see a cart uh, sort of broken uh, on the side of the road and two or three people trying to sort of fix the wheel that seems to have broken. Um, Do you all just sort of continue on past? Uh, They don't seem to be trying to get your attention. They seem pretty okay trying to fix their cart, but uh, it is obviously raining. It is also stuck in the mud. So there's a lot of different things going on. They're slipping kind of as they're trying to sort of pick this thing back up. It's up to you guys. I think I could help them because I have pretty okay strength. They they need me to like hoist up the, the wheel. I bad just ignoring them. 
Excuse me, would you like assistance? Yay. Oh, oh, um, yes, that that would be that would be wonderful. Thank you. Um, our our wheel just sort of broke off. We're just trying to put it back on. It seems to have been a little bit loose. Um the I mud, it's it's quite slippery. I hear um, it's gonna you, like <laughs> you just see this human man, um, long gray beard, uh sort of braided down into a knot and uh, a sort of younger human male um, shaved uh, shaved head on the sides, um, kind of shaggy hair on top. And then another uh, individual um, of a similar appearance um, with uh, sort of a, um, a, a light uh, sleeveless leather leather garb sort of pinned tightly around uh, their chest and everything. Um, and the, the two younger individuals are the ones mainly trying to do this. Um, and the older gentleman doesn't seem to be offering much in the way of assistance, but he, he's a little bit up there in age, so. Ahira, I think you and I can handle this. Okay, yep. Uh, Ahira's gonna like leap off the, um, my, my camel and um, and like spit on both of her hands <laughs> and like uh, for like the grip and then uh-huh. see if, if she could like help like like hoist up and like help the the other two uh, get the wheel back on there. Okay. Meanwhile, Fena will gracefully alight from her horse <laughs> stride over and uh, place one hand underneath uh, the bottom of the wagon and the other on the wheel to just okay. try and like create some leverage. Okay, you can both uh, roll me strength checks. Okay, oh god, come on, please. It's like the one thing I'm good at. Please, please, please. <laughs> please don't, no, why am I having such bad rolls today? I got a seven. Why? Terrible rolls, actually. Awful, awful. Like the, the, st- the statistics here. For like, it's out of a D20, you know, out of 20. <laughs> um, so as the two of you uh, with your seven and your 13 um, begin to embarrassing. Uh, assist, um, Ahara, you lift it pretty much like with ease right away. And then you kind of catch your foot on a very muddy piece of land that just sort of gives beneath you and you slip and the whole cart kind of comes God. back down with you. Um, but then Faina sort of gets in there kind of like side by side with you and you both are able to sort of get it back up, fortunately, with the help of the other two. Um, they kind of slip as they're trying to get this wheel back on. Uh, the one with the sort of tighter leather garb uh, bumps into you, Faina. Um, roll a perception check for me, please. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, 22. <laughs> okay. Um, you notice uh, on the, like, just below the right ear for um, both of these um, younger individuals, there's a strange tattoo um it looks like it's the a tattoo of a coin with a a dagger stabbed into it um you're not sure what this means it's not something familiar to you um 
but eventually uh, you are able to assist them. They get their wheel back on and uh, the cart is now back on its wheels. Um, the older gentleman is now situated um, atop, uh, atop the cart. Um, the other two sort of climb inside, um, but before they do, th- thank you very much for your assistance. It's very appreciated. Uh, the one with the sort of shaggy hair on the top and the sort of shaved haircut um, says to you two, kind of gives you a quick little bow uh, and then hops in the cart. Have a good day. You're welcome. You get sort of a tip of the hat from the older gentleman and uh, they begin down the road. They do not uh, sort of respond or or look at you after you shout to them. Maybe they couldn't hear you. Maybe, um, maybe they just they they probably didn't hear you. Very nice. Uh, yeah. Um, hey, can I pat myself down and make sure nothing was stolen? Yeah. Well, Go same. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you can both uh, roll perception checks. Actually, actually, no, I won't because they were nice. They were great. One, bump, no suspicion one bumped into you specific. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but you know, I noticed the tattoo. I didn't notice anything else. Okay, that's cool. Just want to make sure. You know, that's, that's what I get. That's cool. Oh, okay. That's- Ooh, shiny. Uh, so you sort of check your equipment. Everything, everything seems to be there. Every every coin, every. You don't really have much else. So every everything <laughs> that you would have had on your person, right there. Um, okay. Cool. Force of habit. Ed Fena, if you were to do it too, you would also have everything that you went over to the cart with. Or one for trust. Um, so you all continue on your way. Um, and uh, you journey along the very long road and it doesn't seem as if anything else uh, comes to uh, cause any of you issues. Um, but You've been traveling now for eight, nine hours. Um, you're sort of starting to get towards um, the uh, your limits. Um, you're starting to feel a little tired, um, but the weather has cleared up at this point. Um, it is not raining. Uh, it's still very overcast. The sun is um, just about down now. Um, so uh, do you um, all wish to sort of push through or uh, push through, keep going, or do you um, want to? Tennyson? Tennyson, how are you doing? I'm okay. I mean, I, I'm tired, but I don't think that's going to change. Um, and I can just like... But you were sick this morning, right? I know. Let's... Wait, me? No, 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 no. Uh, I was saying that Tun was ill this morning. Um, oh. I think I think it's probably easiest. I'm, I'm starting to feel a bit tired. I don't know about the rest of you, but I think we should make a fire and get ourselves warm because we've just been in the rain and the cold all day. I'm just and... saying that because I'm sick. But also because it's been about eight or nine hours and we've been traveling all day. Yeah, I didn't realize it's been that long. Okay, let's sleep. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I agree. 
Okay. Yes. We want to find a good like space to put up camp, start a fire. Okay. Uh, so you kind of pull off the road a little bit and um, you sort of go just a bit past uh, the tree line into a small little clearing uh, between the trees that feels um, comfortable um, and not completely and totally out in the open or anything because uh, you never know who will uh, just sort of stumble upon you on the road. Mm -hmm. uh, so you start to set up camp and everything. Um, you found a nice kind of dry spot. Uh, you gather uh, the materials for a fire. Um, you get some food going. Uh, and uh, eventually you all start to bed down for the night. Um, I'll take the first watch. Okay. Good, because I can't feel my tuchus from riding all day. So I'm going to take a nice little nap. Okay, so you all begin to bed down, and Faina, you stay up for the first watch. Is uh, is there anything you'd like to uh, do mm -hmm. during this time? I'm going to make some tea. Okay. And I drink it, and I guess kind of just think of, uh, and, and listen to the sounds around me. Okay. Um, are there any familiar bird calls or animal sounds at all? Anything like home? Uh, anything like home? Anything mm, like home? No. Um, however, mm. you do uh, hear the sort of uh, low whistle of a bird that you are familiar with from the previous town, the red-chested pharaoh. Um, it's like a spring sort of fall bird. Um, mm -hmm. So it's probably on its way on its way down um, to a warmer uh, climate now. Um, it, uh, it enjoys berries. Um, you hear a number of calls there um, and you also hear the, uh, you hear kind of a, a higher, more cheerful uh, whistle in sort of response um, sort of around you. Um, this is more of a nighttime bird uh, to begin with, um, and it is a winter bird, uh, and it is the blue-eared carol. Um, it prefers cool, wet climates, uh, so this is pretty good weather uh, for it. Um, you hear quite a few of those calls, um, but yeah, you do hear a couple of bird calls that you've at least heard recently um as you you did hear sort of both of those uh a little further north um back uh when you took a trip in the woods in Vilana. perfect so i i will just kind of tune into that and keep the fire at my back and stare into the darkness ahead of me and drink my tea and just very patiently listen and watch okay for a while uh roll me a perception check please Ooh, 21 21 21 um something catches your attention uh as you sort of see a few silhouettes um in like sort of dancing behind the tree line um you hear the rustling of some leaves and uh, with enough advanced warning, 
uh, you're able to sort of nudge your party members awake. Um, and in that moment, uh, emerging from the tree line, a crossbow bolt kind of shoots uh, and uh, just barely um, misses you, Faina, as five uh, cloaked and sort of uh, masked figures uh, jump from the tree lines, weapons in hand and everything. Um, And uh, when we pick up next episode, we'll have all of you roll initiative for the very first combat of the campaign next week. Oh my god, I'm excited! Um, Fortunately, that perception check was very good, and uh, they're not going to get a surprise on you all or anything. Um, So it'll be a nice... uh, fresh good combat um that's oh, look, a decision i made did something good for the party for yeah. <laughs> um it always is good you just you drive the story along it's a bad maybe character decision it's a good narrative decision yeah, <laughs> every time a decision is made it is good for the game maybe not good <laughs> for you all but good good for the podcast exactly um so we appreciate all of you hanging out with us in this slightly shorter episode uh maybe it is maybe it isn't i will find out the runtime when i actually edit it however uh you can find all of us on the internet and starting with me um i am robin caulfield you can find me on twitter and most other places on the internet like twitch and instagram and Snapchat, and wherever, at Call Me Caulfield. Um, that is C-A-L-L-M-E-C-A-U-L-F-I-E-L-D. Um, you can also subscribe to me on Patreon and hear every episode of this podcast a week early um, compared to everybody else uh, on my Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Call Me Caulfield. Um, you can donate to me on Kofi ko ficom forward slash call me Caulfield. Um, and all of the money for that goes towards um, these four, um, the production for the podcast, all of that. Um, so every bit of money goes towards uh, making this show better for all of us and making sure that these wonderful people get exactly what they deserve. Um, and with ominous that, CM. <laughs> and with that, uh, Renee. Hi, I'm Renee Rhodes. I've been playing Tennyson today. Uh, you're a very sickly ranger. Uh, hopefully next week I will personally not be as sneezy and stiffly and therefore Ten will start feeling a little bit better. I'm literally about to sneeze right now, but I'm going to try and make it through this outro. Um, I'm Renee. You can find me on Twitter at RayDNR. I have a ton of projects, but mostly I'm a writer and a podcaster. I do a bunch of other things too, but that's the best place to follow me. And I'm just going to catch you up on all of the projects next time so that I can go sneeze. Okay, thanks. Love you. Uh, And I'm sure many of those projects uh, Renee has mentioned in the previous few weeks as well. So definitely check those out. Check out Renee's Twitter. Um, Lots of cool stuff there. Um, much like the rest of these wonderful people, like James, for example. Oh. Hi, my name is James. You can find me at GravityFail87 on Twitter. That's gravity like the force, fail like a crit one, and 87 
just because it's a number. Um, but yeah, you can find me there on Twitter. Uh, I post random things all the time and it's the best place to contact me as well. And uh, last week, as far as when this episode was recorded, it's birthday gal, Eleni. Hi, hello. Um, yeah, I went a little bit extra this year for my birthday. <laughs> anyway, um, uh, hi, yes, I'm Eleni. You could find me um, on Twitter at proxy please PLS um, instead of please it's just PLS um, and I do cosplay and things so go follow me there um, uh, yeah uh, I don't think I have anything else to plug it's really just my, my Twitter right now and my Instagram if you want to follow me on Instagram um, it's proxy pics P-I-X that's right. <laughs> and uh, same thing, just cosplay. If you want to follow someone that does cosplay, that's that's what I do. And everybody's favorite fear bulb, Sylvia. I don't know about everybody's favorite, but that's a good goal to have. Hi, guys. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at the Silver Ace, S Y L V E R A C E. I am slowly but surely working on a homebrew. Uh, midnight scenario world uh, for my own D&D campaign. So there are slow uh, trickle updates to that, uh, but mostly it's just a lot of memes and I think I'm funny. So if you want to hang out, that's great. Uh, otherwise though, I'm happy to be here and yeah, go plug everybody else's work because I've, I've got a, a nine to five. I have a boring job. You know? uh, speaking of plugging job. everybody else's work, uh, you can also follow the podcast and various other Viturium content like our Dragon Age TTRPG, um, which I believe at the time of this episode might actually be airing episodes um, on twitch.tv forward slash call me Caulfield. Uh, but you can follow us on Twitter at Viturium, uh, V-E-T-U-R-I-U-M. Uh, that is where I and uh, the various other social media people I pretend to be post about updates for all of the Viturium content from the tabletop system itself to streamed games uh, like the Dragon Age uh, tabletop game, um, our upcoming worldwide wrestling RPG that takes place in the setting of Viturium uh, streamed slash 12-part series game. I'm not really sure how that's going to go, but that's going to go and various other content, and it's great. Um, you'll see stuff retweeted from all of these wonderful folks, um, including memes, cosplay, projects, whatever, as well as um, primarily updates about our stuff here, including art. So if you have fan art, tweet it at that particular account, and uh, I will be sure to retweet it as much as I can. Uh, thank you, everybody, for watching um our wonderful little show here um we all put a lot of work into this and i especially pour my heart and soul into hours and hours and hours of editing uh so that hopefully you can all sit there and enjoy this so it means a lot to me that you're taking the time out of your day to listen um thank you everybody thank you so much uh we love you and we will see you next week bye, bye. Hi, everybody.